Hey, it's Nelson. And this is Monica. Welcome to the Seattle Foodie Podcast, the show where we talk about the Seattle food scene and the people and businesses behind it. We eat all the food and share our insights with you. Thanks for joining us today. Let's get to it. Monica, next week is the big game. Or can, Are we allowed to say the Super Bowl without them suing us? No, for saying the Super don't Bowl? say it. Don't say that. <laughs> we <can't> say it. <laughs> no, we have to pay. You said it like twice. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> what, what do we have to pay? We this show is free, so I don't understand. <laughs> this is zero dollars in funding our budget. <laughs> Just don't say it. The big game. The big game is coming up. The big game, big show, enormous sports ball. I don't know what's the name. Anyway, next Sunday, what is your favorite big game <laughs> foods or snacks that you have lined up for that day? Uh, I always got to have a charcuterie board and chicken wings. Those are like the two things I like to eat on game day and like anything salty and just a hint of sweet. I have to say my game day tradition is mostly salty. How about you, Nelson? I think, I'm thinking ribs. Ribs would be good for me. You know what's been a big hit the past couple years when we were able to go to these parties? <laughs> I really want to say that SB word. Like that makes it better. <laughs> I brought dim sum. Oh yeah, to these parties. And other people will bring fried chicken, non-conventional foods. How, how about how about tacos? We can have tacos on that day. Yeah, you can have tacos on that day. Yeah, I like a variety of dips. I think dips can be so creative, and that's something that people like mm -hmm. to make homemade and like really show off. And, and so I love a party where there's like four or five different kinds of dips, and I get to try them all. And you can, you know, if you want to be healthy, I guess you could eat, you know, vegetables or whatever. Um, <laughs> but if you want me to come, you'll have some crackers out because that's what I'm going to eat. <laughs> I brought, I brought a sushi bake, but my friends make chili. And the best part of eating chili that someone else makes is that I don't have to clean up the whole big bowl or the big instant pot. So yeah. that's that's a plus for that. Chili is my favorite. I eat like three bowls of chili. So obviously nobody wants to see me the night after. So that's good. Well, remember, if you have chili this year, try it with some mayonnaise like I taught you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll look into that, Monica. Still, still debating on that one. <laughs> It's a thing, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. There's the big game also coming up. We have Chinese New Year. Mm -hmm. Maybe we'll talk about that next week because that's not until the 12th. Yep. Starting this week, though, Monica, is Little Woody's Burger Month. Mm -hmm. We've participated in this several years. I think it's the past three years we've done this. So this is, might be the fourth year mm -hmm. that we're getting into it. Here's the lineup. We got Spice Walla, Ray's Seattle, Cafe Campania, and Little Neon Tacos. So Neon Torta, the Dusud, Cochiloco Burger, and the Gully Sandwich. I don't know. Did I just mispronounce Cochiloco? I don't know. Whatever it is. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. <laughs> I don't know. When you look at the picture, though, that Torta looks like twice the size of all the other burgers. Oh, it's it? huge. It's, it's massive. Huge. <laughs> <laughs> it looks oh, bigger God. than a foot long on right, that Neon Torta. <laughs> it's like a six-inch sandwich. <laughs> That's it. That's the way we do. <laughs> I guess that's how Seattle does it. Right. <laughs> looks good. I'm excited for that. The torta looks good. The gully sandwich, because we're big friends of Spice Walla. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. 
Just like before, guys, every week there's going to be a new burger. And what's the prize if you collect all four of them? What do you get? You get a 100% upcycled little woody socks. Those are fun. Yeah. Yeah. Socks are great, Monica. You gave them to you gave me socks for Christmas. You know, when I was a kid, I didn't like socks. But now when you gave them to me 40 years later, I'm <laughs> I, one of the best gifts I ever got. Socks. Yeah, hold up, hold up. So there's this thing going around Instagram about show me you're Asian without saying you're Asian. And come on, mm-hmm. you, you know, you've been using socks all your life. <laughs> no shoes in the house. Come on. No shoes in the house. <laughs> you know how many socks I bought at the Richmond night market? It was like 12 for $20. Yeah. I, I didn't need new socks, but I bought 12 different South Park Batman Deadpool socks. So <laughs> Didn't you get pandas? Because we can never I have pandas, pandas too. Pop. Yeah. I got, I got Obama socks. Who knew that Asians right. made Obama socks? Hey. <laughs> those are fantastic. I still love those. I can't wait to go get more. Yeah. So make sure you guys check out Little Woody's Burger Month. Always a great time to get new burgers. Monica, how about we start the show? Yes. We, we have a show today. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got a fun delivery this week. We got a delivery of chocolate dipped strawberries from Chocolate Strawberry USA. I got an assortment of white chocolate dipped strawberries dressed in chocolate. I don't know about you, Monica. They're chocolate, coconut, and they were designed beautifully. What did you end up getting? Yeah, I got white chocolate too. And I also got coconut. I got some gold flake pistachio and white chocolate with dark chocolate drizzle. And my favorite was the pistachio because it has a really deep nutty flavor, which is a contrast Mm -hmm. to the sweet white chocolate. So that was my favorite. What was yours? That's great that you got different strawberries than I did. They weren't all the same. Mine were coconut as well as chocolate dip. I don't know which one that was, but it had like, it wasn't gold flakes, but it was like a gold stripe around it. Oh, they were very beautifully designed. I thought they do a really good Good job. Very fancy. Obviously, special days are coming up in Valentine's Day. My friend's birthday, but also there's <laughs> Valentine's Day. Yes, the V Day. Oh my the goodness. V Day. Oh, yes. V day. Single Awareness Day, otherwise known as. <laughs> so maybe I might just treat myself to some more chocolate strawberries on Single Awareness Day. Yeah. I don't know about you. Yeah, I know. Those are really good. I enjoyed them. So I was asking them, how late notice do you need to tell Chocolate Strawberries USA before you can put in order for Valentine's Day? And Mm -hmm. they said the day before. Wow. So guys, do not procrastinate. Try to order them ahead of time, but you can DM them or message them and they can make them for you. Sounds like it's going to be a really, really awesome treat if you order them for the V-Day. Sounds good. All right. Now let's get on to what are we eating, Monica? Mm, What are we eating? (laughs) for me i got several deliveries i need to tell people about i swear monica i won't i'm not gonna be able to be in the witness protection program because i'm just giving out my address freely left and right (laughs) oh yeah it is this is is so bad (laughs) i can't believe i've been doing that but Aberlour Single Malt Scotch Whiskey sent me a Burns Night Supper Tasting Kit. It included a 12-year, 16-year, and abundant Scotch Whiskey. They were tasters. They also sent me some haggis chips, and they are virtually celebrating distinguished Scotsman Robert Burns. Monica, one of the best Zoom presentations with great entertainment. That's cool. There was a Scottish rapper that was (laughs) rapping in Scottish hymns. There was this modern day band that was playing Scottish music. It was awesome. I've never seen anything like it. All for a great celebration of Robert Burns. It's amazing. Yeah, great stuff. And of course, 
lots of whiskey. I got a sniffer glass with it too as well. <laughs> sniffer glass. You got to tell me about haggis chips because I know what haggis is. And I was trying to imagine mm-hmm. what haggis chips were when you had that on your story. So what's up with that? What is it? Is it like stuffed potato chips? <laughs> Lays has been doing these potato chips like for milk tea or bubble tea, boba tea. Mm-hmm. And it's all these weird different flavors. And I, this is what I'm like imagining what haggis chips is. If you ever had haggis before, put it in chip form in like a Lays form. Hmm. Some people may like it. It's like people that like gizzards and liver, right? Okay. Some people like liver and gizzards. And those that do will like it in potato chip form. Those that like haggis are going to like it in potato chip form. That's how I would describe it for you. Okay, good to know. Good to know. Moving on to more deliveries. Mochi Doki out of New York City delivered me a box of their signature collection mochi ice cream. I remember when there just used to be two flavors of mochi ice cream, Monica, mm-hmm. and you would just get it at like the Uwajimaya freezer section. There'd be like a strawberry and a chocolate, and that's all you can decide on. <laughs> now there's just a variety of flavors, including lychee, red bean, salted caramel, vanilla crunch, espresso, and red bean. Mochi Doki, they're delivering to over 32 states, and now they've recently started delivering to Washington State. Monica, I'm going to tell you right now, the people have been, a lot of people have been asking me about what are my favorite flavors? It's mm-hmm. got lychee was one, passion fruit was another, but lychee, I just love that lychee flavor. Mm-hmm. And then I liked espresso. I've never had espresso mochi before. This is good. <laughs> well, I've had coffee, not espresso. So, but that sounds good. But yeah. you've never had mochi f- in mochi form though, espresso. No, not espresso, just coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, final delivery. Mama Star Chili Oil out in Portland sent me two large and in charge bottles of their chili oil. I got extra garlic and extra spicy and extra garlic. They're perfect for noodles, dumplings, wontons, sandwiches, hot dogs, chocolate cake, you name it, Monica. Just put chili oil on everything. <laughs> I think chocolate cake and chili oil. Someone's got to make that happen. Come on, guys to make it happen i think you know there's some smokiness that you could use in there depending on the chili oil yeah I, i've been watching people put chili oil on all kinds of stuff and, and for me like i like to choose the right kind of heat for the right kind of food but i think chocolate cake might be one of those <laughs> yeah. mama star chili oil like i said is out in portland if you want to put it in order they can send it up to you guys i highly highly recommend getting the extra garlic or the extra garlic extra spicy mm-hmm. one of those don't just get garlic don't be regular the extra. <laughs> What's word? Be extra. extra. Yes, thank you, Monica. (laughs) That's what I was looking for. (laughs) Say say less, Nelson. Say less. (laughs) As for food this week, stopped by Formula Brewing again for pizza, and I ordered their smokehouse wings this time because I've heard really good things about their wings. Mm. I definitely ordered them again, and they also have rotating specials too. So anytime when someone says there's pork butt, I'm getting pork butt. That's that's all we need to say about that. Went out to Kirkland to the village at Totem Lake to check out Dewey Kachina's newest location. It's great to have them on the east side. And once the AMC movie theater opens up again, it'll be a great spot for dinner and then off to a movie. Hey, AMC has been in the news lately, Monica. Have you known that? Yeah, (laughs) I've seen it. (laughs) Have you seen it? Did you buy any AMC stock? That's another good question. No, I didn't buy AMC stock. Um, I my funds, my extra funds are wrapped up in Bitcoin, and so I just oh Bitcoin. I I, I do crypto. Okay, crypto. Good to know. (laughs) That's some personal news. (laughs) (laughs) Monica invests in Bitcoin. Okay. Been doing crypto for like three years, four years. I don't know, long time. 
Back to doing Gucina. You can get their popular pastas like their cacio e pepe with guanacelli. My favorite is the mushroom and white truffle oil. And don't forget, get some burrata, guys. So delicious. I'm always a big fan of burrata. Also, if you haven't done so yet, go back and listen to episode 44 with Filippo Fiori of Due Cucina. That's a great episode. And make sure you listen to their interview. He is the master in terms of making pasta. And the cool thing about this new Due Cucina, they have the Ferraris of pasta making machines, Monica. This thing is pushing out 150 pounds of pasta per day. Wow. Normally, pasta is usually about 50 pounds mm-hmm. if you're making it out of a machine, but this one is 150, so three times the capacity. Mm, fancy. Also a new spot in Kirkland, Boba Lust opened recently in Bridal Trails, so I got a lychee lemonade before heading off to the driving range. Make sure you check them out. I love Boba Lust. It's a really good place for just boba. There's too many boba spots, and so I like to just focus <laughs> on a couple. Yeah. As you can see from my stories, there's a couple that I like to go to as my go-to, and the other ones are just, I'll try it once, and if it really wows me, then I'll come back to it. But if you can see, I drink way too much boba. I started making it at home just because I don't go out much anywhere. So cost effective, yeah. (laughs) Cost effective. You should try that frozen one. It comes in the freezer. The boba is actually a pretty good texture. Is the boba made out of mochi? Because I got my mind blown when someone told me those boba ice cream, the mochi. Was it you? The boba was was made of mochi? Because there was someone else that told me that too. And I'm like, this is bait and switch. I'm not happy with this. That's how Macadon's Bova ice cream sandwich was born. Me telling Michael it was mochi and not tapioca for us. Yeah. Mess with my mind. Right. I'm still waiting for the royalties on that one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. The things we talk about. Staying on the east side, I was craving Cafe Ori, so I stopped by for some Portuguese chicken rice for dinner. Sorry, Monica, didn't take any pictures because unfortunately, it looks like baby poop or Gerber food. So... (laughs) It's not the most appetizing visually, but it is really good if you want a good meal of the Portuguese chicken rice. Senior taco is also two doors down, so might as well double dip with some fish pescado tacos too. Didn't eat those together. Had the dinner from Cafe Ori at 7, and then later on at nighttime, I got the late munchies and had the Mm -hmm. fish taco. Mm -hmm. I would respect you if you put on some ugly, delicious food on your feed. I have mad respect for you. Oh, you can see the ugly, delicious food on the Cafe Ori Yelp. Page because <laughs> I took several beautiful pictures and they decided to take my curry brisket rice picture and put it in front of their business and that also looks like baby poop in Gerber and I'm just of all the pictures I took with them I had dinner once with Emerald City Eater there and I took several pictures of and I posted them all and they took that po photo it looked totally. like I was just like okay if that's the one you want that's your business I'm just I'm just helping you out. I'm often surprised to what they choose of mine. Cause you know, I get, you get email, right. When they use your picture, yeah. it's like, I'm just like, really? <laughs> right. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> but oh, well, I took a picture of your condiments and that's the picture you chose. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I love it. I think Emerald city eater has one. He took pictures of like condiments at a ex- Mexican restaurant. And that was like their business page. <laughs> that was their Businesses, you have to claim your pages. Claim your pages. <laughs> oh. 
I was in Factoria at the end of the week, so I got square lotus for lunch. Like you, Monica, I'm always wanting Vietnamese food, so I picked up the grilled pork chop lunch special for $10.95. Square lotus is one of my go-to spots for pho, bumbuay, or anything Vietnamese food related. Definitely an oldie but goodie. And then last but not least, if you're also in Factoria, I stopped by Tofu 101 for some bean curd and spicy beef tendon. If you know, you know, guys. That's what it's all about. Mm, I haven't been to Factoria in ages. You don't come to the east side at all, so it doesn't matter. I know. Where is Factoria again? I know. <laughs> Where is that? <laughs> oh, I thought you said factory outlet. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> I forgot to mention, on my way out of my neighborhood, Sugar Spoondo oh, yeah. was at my spot. I totally <laughs> forgot. I didn't even know they were there until I was leaving. If you saw my story, I took a video and they were pulling out. So I didn't get a chance to get some Sugar Spoondo, <laughs> but I had no idea if they were there. They were so close, I could have walked and got some Sugar Spoondo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Monica, I won't tell you about what I ate on Sunday because we can leave that for next week as we talk about Chinese New Year. Since mm -hmm. I did a Chinatown food crawl, I might go back to Chinatown maybe once or twice more over this week. So mm -hmm. tell us what you're eating, Monica. Well, as you know, I've been staying close to home. Uh, cooking is something that I balance with going out for takeout. And I don't really leave the house during the week unless it's really quick for takeout ordered online. So the trick for me ordering online is I don't have to wait around other people. Um, I'm a little bit concerned about these new variants of, of COVID because I, I want us to pull out of it and get back to, to, to life here. I decided to try to make my own pork sausage blend for breakfast sandwiches. The flavors were so good. But Nelson, I was thinking like Egg McMuffin, right? You just have this small little thing and, you know, it's breakfast. They came out like thick hamburgers. So I'll have to make them thicker in the future. But they were it was like eating like a full pork burger. So a uh, little bit of a fail on that one. Uh, family loved it, though. They, they did eat them like burgers. Good effort, Monica, because <laughs> I usually just go to the grocery store and buy those like Jimmy Dean tube right. Italian sausages. Yeah. And I just make them into small patties. And I just mm -hmm. make that with back in the day when I was in college, I would buy that with cheese and eggs and an English muffin. I would make my own yeah. sausage McMuffin with egg with, <laughs> with the Jimmy Dean sausage. It was, right. yeah. I was going to buy the little ones, but like they're too small. You know, if you buy the pre-made ones and then they're a little bit bigger, like, like you were saying, if you slice them off the roll, but mm -hmm. I mean, so mine were the right circumference, but they were way too fat. They were like burgers. <laughs> Yeah, next time I I just have to do like a small ball and then do smash smash sausage yeah. patties. Maybe I'll do that. That sounds way. really good. Mm -hmm. Smash patties. Mm -hmm. Smash pork. Yes. Got it. Okay. I also had rotisserie chicken. Uh, that's a really quick meal. And like you can use every part of the chicken. The Instant Pot, Nelson, I know you have one. It's a dream. I used to make chicken noodle soup and it used to take hours to boil the broth. It only takes an hour to boil down those bones in the Instant Pot. And I love it. And what I do is I just throw in whatever I got in my fridge and my pantry just to make a hearty meal. And like that's food for days. And so I'm kind of mm -hmm. loving that too. I still need an air fryer though, but I can't, I'm not allowed to bring in another appliance unless I get rid of one. So I'm working on it. What would you get rid of to get the air fryer? Because Monica, I use my air fryer more than you think. So <laughs> it's a very, very useful tool. I think it has taken over the number one kitchen aid or kitchen wow. tool. I can't say kitchen aid because it's branded, but kitchen tool. <laughs> uh, we're getting all over... kinds of now. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It has taken over my toaster oven and I used to oh. use my toaster oven a lot. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't really have a toaster oven. And part of it is that I have limited counter space. So it's not necessarily that I have too many appliances. It's just places for the appliances to live. So, mm -hmm. you know, I'm not sure. I just need to try to figure out like where it will like hang out when it's not 
being plugged in because I don't think I'll keep it plugged in all the time. But from what you're saying, yes. So I guess my microwave takes up the most space, but I can't get rid of that. That's like so no, I can't get rid of the microwave. Yeah. That's a, that's that's like one A to one B to the air fryer. Right, right, right. Can't do I have that. to think about that. Okay, this week I had a really tough day. I mean, it was really tough. I was just like, I quit my job. Anyway, sometimes people's people are just jerks, and I have to accept that. I just had to get some honey butter chicken wings from Stars in the Sky. I just felt so sad, and like I just needed it. And that flavor and texture, it it definitely made me feel better. Like it was really comforting. And I know people say like you shouldn't eat your feelings. I eat all my feelings, and that's just the way it is. So that's just too bad. So sad. <laughs> And so check those out that you can get those for takeout. And as you know, Nelson, I don't go far from home, just supporting my local restaurants. And so just to list a couple of them off that we've talked, I've talked about many, many times, Fa Tic Tac, Katsu Burger, and Teriyaki Time. And on Saturday, Sweet Nothings and More was popped up at Lupo in Fremont. And why I'm mentioning this is because I just noticed Lupo for the first time last week when I was at Picado Bueno. And I was like, ooh, pizza. And, and so I'll have to try their pizza soon. The secret to bakery pop-ups, guys, is getting there early. So I got there when they opened and I had my choice of pastry and grabbed like a whole box to share with my family. And this week they had a Thai tea croissant and it was quite fantastic. So that was my favorite. That sounds good. Yeah. It was really good. It was really good. Yeah. And the, I had a chocolate hazelnut cake that was also very dreamy. So God, Alina's so good. So good. Hey, Seattle Pops. I'm terrible. I even get emails from Seattle Pops telling me about their pop packs and I am always missing the cutoffs. I didn't miss it this time. So they've been do- doing deliveries and pickups over the winter. So I stopped by uh, their storefront to pick them up. And I'm so happy, Nelson. So now I have a box of pops. My favorites like cinnamon horchata, chocolate fudge, and Kona coffee. So I'm good for a little while. But it was, it was really nice to see Megan as well. If you don't know, Megan, I think, was on episode three, maybe, of our show, right? believe it's one of those early shows yeah Yeah. monica don't worry because i see those emails as well and i just bypass them too (laughs) and i am backed up because i i've been out of the strawberry popsicles Mm -hmm. because my nieces have just eaten them all i haven't even (laughs) they've eaten them all i've never even had a strawberry nonetheless my sister-in-law eats all of my flavors that i get just one up (laughs) one up of (laughs) i know she's not listening to my our podcast she ate my coconut. She ate my cookies and cream. She ate my. She ate the blueberries and cream. She ate my, the peaches one. And wow. my dad loves the Kona coffee. So I am overdue for getting a pre-order of those oh, Seattle pops. So good, so good. And like last time, you bought like hundred fifty dollars worth. I did. $150 worth, five individual bars, and I think I only got to eat one of those five individual bars because four of those were already eaten by my sister-in-law, and I think my dad snuck out one of them too. So. <laughs> See, in my house, I put my name on stuff I really want, so I keep tape and marker in the kitchen. I put my name on all yeah, kinds of stuff. No. I like being in college. <laughs> my house isn't like a work refrigerator. It's like you you can eat whatever you want, and then if it gets eaten, it gets eaten. All right. Well, you can knock it. But what I'm hearing is more festivist grievances about not getting the popsicles you want. So whatever, Nelson. <laughs> okay. Finally, 
Um, it's been a while since I've visited CCK Thai, and I, I heard that they put up patio tents and propane heaters. So I stopped by for lunch. And I have to say, Nelson, it is that kind of tent that doesn't have walls, so they have really good airflow, and the heaters really, really help. And the food was excellent, as always. Their pad thai, which is my favorite, Penang curry, tom yum pizza, which you've had, green curry pizza, which you've had, calamari, which you've had, and green beans. Nelson, I need to talk about these green beans. I don't know what the deal is. I don't know if I've never had them before, never noticed them before, because, you know, I eat the whole menu. These beans were pretty life-changing for me. Cooked perfectly, incredible flavors. And so this is one of my new go-to orders from CCK Thai. Really good beans. Better green beans than Din Tai Fung green beans? Because, Monica, I know how much you love I do. the Din Tai Fung green beans. I think it depends on your taste. So I think Din Tai Fung has a milder flavor. CCK has more of a bolder flavor and uh, more textural elements to it because they put a little crunchy bits on the top. Mm -hmm. So it just depends on your taste. I mean, sometimes I'm in the mood for mild. Sometimes I'm in the mood for bold. But both of those are quite good. Since you venture to CCK so much, how about you ask them to make hot chili oil tiramisu? Um, Nelson, I know you think I can just ask people to make things and they will, (laughs) (laughs) but you know, that's not how it works. (laughs) What about hot chili oil macadons? Macadons. Actually, you know, I got to get in touch with Michael because uh, there was an ice cream flavor that I want and he makes it in macaron flavor, but I wanted an ice cream and and it's difficult. I'll see. Hot chili oil. Yeah, we'll see what we can Hot chili oil ice cream. Looking forward to that pre-order. Yes. Okay. Good. All right, Nelson. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Monica, we do have an interview today. Tell us about our guest. Before I tell you about your guest, I'll also say that Nelson is also capable of asking people to make things. He just likes me to ask them instead. (laughs) You have most of these people's phone numbers. It's easier for you to contact them. Um, Don't you know someone who makes ice cream that you just collaborated with? (laughs) I do. But I I may or may not have their personal phone number, though, Monica. (laughs) Oh, so you just want me... It's just so much easier for you to just call them up on your phone. It's just so much easier. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Now we're going to talk about who's on my phone. That's for next show, people. (laughs) Okay. So our interview today is with Instagrammer Phil Marr. And the Instagram account is at Phil Ma Eats. Phil has been consistently grabbing takeout during the pandemic and is working hard to eat all the food and do all the things. Here is our interview with Phil. Welcome to the show, Phil. Thanks for having me, Monica. It is so great to have you. You and I have met once in person, and I've been following your account for a long time, so I'm really excited to find out how you got started with your Instagram account. Yeah, so I was always posting pictures and videos of the food I was eating, so I decided to make a dedicated Instagram page to document my delicious food journey around Seattle and traveling around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of restaurants and cuisines to choose from around Seattle, so I know it can be tough, and I hope my post can give insights on restaurants to check out and food to eat. Well, it definitely gives me inspiration. I mean, I followed you actually a lot more closely during the pandemic because, as you know, like I love food, but what I thought really important about you is you've been active in supporting businesses during the pandemic, and I'm talking the whole way through. Um, I paid attention when the pandemic hit to who was out there supporting and who wasn't, and I always loved that I saw you getting takeout. So, So tell us about how you did that and why it's important. Yeah, so I know businesses work hard to provide the food they love to the community. So it's important to support your favorite businesses around the area because I know it's been a tough year for many places and they're just trying to survive. Um, Some of the other things that you can do besides takeout are ordering gift cards or buying merchandise um, if you're not 
able to order takeout. Definitely. And those are really great ways. And I know like one of the things that I've heard from folks is, you know, I don't always have money to eat out. So what are some other ways that like, if you don't have the money to spend that you can support businesses? Yeah, some other ways to support businesses are that are free would be to post on Instagram or just comment or even reshare some things that may look good to you. And then others might be intrigued to eat itself. Yeah, and that is the perfect point. I think Instagram was important before the pandemic, but once the pandemic hit, I think the businesses that weren't on social media really got impacted in a different way than ones that were. And so getting the word out and, and typically these would be like mom and pop businesses that really didn't have a way to to do their social media. Right. And, and so it is important that people like us uh, post about those places, even if maybe we haven't been there, we've been thinking about going there or something looks delicious. You're absolutely right. And so that's a really great tip. Thank you so much. Yeah, of course. Okay. So, you know, I think all of us have been at the beginning of starting a food account or transitioning a personal account to a food account. Like if someone were trying to start a food account today, like what advice would you give them? Yeah. Some advice I would give someone that wants to start out, I would just tell them to send it and start their account. Don't be afraid to post pictures and videos. Like anything, you have to practice to know your shots you're looking for and your niche. The foodie community in Seattle has been so supportive and friendly. I made a lot of genuine connections online and hopefully one day I can meet up and eat when it's safe. Yeah, I think that's great. I mean, I think how you and I met was uh, you won one of my giveaways, you and Mel, and we met up at, um, I think, Ring Cafe. Does yeah. that, wow. How Does that feel long ago or is it just me? <laughs> yeah, it does. I mean, I think that was like, I want to say almost a year and a half ago or two years. I know. I know. It feels like a really long time ago because our world has changed so much. I think that you're right. Like, all of us have changed our photography over time. I think all of us have like a love of posting the food that we're eating and then looking at it later going, yeah, that's a great shot. And then like a year later going, yeah, that shot's not so great. <laughs> and so we all learn and grow every day. And so I think that's a really inspirational message to share. So thanks for that. For sure. Okay. So what I know is when I ask this question, like, what are we eating? Like folks who listen to the show are always interested in where people are eating. And what I know is that for influencers in particular, sometimes it's really hard just to pick out three. What I always do is I, I say like, these are the three that are on my mind right now. So what are, what are you eating? What are you loving right now? Some of the places that I'm loving right now, bongos for sure. Um, they have amazing Caribbean food and can't go wrong with whatever you order. I personally love their rice plates and I really enjoy their outdoor seating um, because they bring those beach vibes to you. So I love mm -hmm. bringing people visiting out of town there. Mm -hmm. Next place is Asadero, um, Mexican Ooh. prime steakhouse. Mm -hmm. I've actually gone their taco kits during the pandemic, which um, mm -hmm. are really worth the, the money and are perfect yeah. for like small parties. Wow. I really enjoy the smokiness of the salsas and their fresh tortillas. Mm -hmm. This last place is kind of my comfort food. It's the wonton noodle house up in Edmonds. I love getting their lo mein and beef brisket and wonton. Um, they have wonton noodle soup, congee with the Chinese donut, fried rice, and the list goes on. But you can't forget to order those uh, deep fried buns with condensed milk. Oh my gosh. See, what I love is you're telling me places, but you're also telling the listeners like what they should be ordering. And so sometimes I think people really need that guidance. So appreciate you. Of course. Bongos. 
bongos. And so I live in North Seattle. And, and so I've been going to bongos since they open. And I don't know about you, but like the first time I went to, well, at first I started driving by, I'm just like, what is going on with this gas station? And I don't know if people really get like, it used to be a gas station. Like that's what that roof is all about. And it was really strange to me because they had the, at the time they had the truck attached to the building, like, and it wasn't like all smooth and nice and everything. Mm -hmm. And I loved going there because you're right. They have exceptional Caribbean food and people like to compare it to other places. I don't really like doing that because they do some different things. And I, I think their moho is different. I think they use a different citrus. So it's not really like comparable to me. Right. Yeah. But now I'm all mad because like it's always full. <laughs> there are always people there, right? So I hardly ever get there. I just do takeout now because it's so crowded with folks from everywhere. So I, I love that place. Also, like it's really dog friendly. And I know you have a dog, right? Yeah, we're actually that's actually my parents' dog, and we're actually getting oh. a puppy from the same litter. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. That's okay. <laughs> oh, I, th I thought it was yours. But yeah, um, Bongo's is a great place for outdoor dining, too. Um, they have that sandpit, like you're right, and then uh, it's dog-friendly, so it's, it's kind of fun. I'm a huge fan of Asadero, too. And I think just that char and that meat, and there's something mm. to be said about like perfectly cooked meat, right? Yeah. Um, you mentioned that you got the the taco kit. How many people does it feed and how much does it cost? Well, the one we ordered, it was um, for four people, four tacos each, I believe, and it was under $20. So it was what? reasonable price. Wow, that's good. That's good. I mean, I like to cook at home, but honestly, I'd rather somebody else cook for me. So um, that sounds like it's totally, totally worth it. And then I got to say, I don't go to One Town Noodle House enough, and even though I'm close <laughs> to Edmonds. And so you've inspired me, Phil. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Are you all just continuing, you know, your your takeout or are you trying to dine outdoors a little bit nowadays? I'm slowly getting into dining. I'm still ordering takeout more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, seeing how everything goes with the pandemic and everything. Totally. And, you know, it's, it's weird because things are so different because there's a vaccine, but then it's also different because there are like new strains <laughs> every day. Mm -hmm. um, so it's kind of terrifying, but I'm hopeful, as I'm sure you are, that, that things will get back to somewhat normal. Maybe we'll be able to have a summer this year. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, because you were also really big in traveling, right? Because I remember like before the pandemic, I, I seem to remember you being like everywhere in like food from <laughs> other countries and other cultures is just so incredible to experience while you're traveling. Yeah, I mean, we, me and my fiance, Mel, we usually typically go back to Taiwan every year to visit her family. Mm -hmm. um, and this year we're supposed to get married, but due to coronavirus and everything happening, mm -hmm. uh, we had to postpone for a year out. Yeah. So that was hard. Yeah, it is. And I've seen some people get married during the pandemic. And I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, because, you know, I mean, it is important, but it's just like, I don't know, you, you kind of want <laughs> everybody has like their dream wedding, right? So that's the hard part, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So congratulations to you and Mel. Um, I think that you guys are great. Of course, I've met her too, Aww. as well. Thank um, you. <laughs> okay, so if people are looking for you on Instagram, where can they find you? Um, you can find me at Phil Ma Eats, and Ma has three A's in it. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Feel free to reach out with any questions or recommendations on where to eat, too, and I love the chat. 
That's awesome. And yeah, I mean, I like you, I've met a lot of people on Instagram way before I've met them in real life. And, you know, people, people give like online, you know, chats, like a, a bad rap. I've made actually a lot of solid relationships. Nelson and I actually met chatting on Instagram. So just following <laughs> each other. And we're really great friends. So it's possible. And yeah, thanks so much for joining us today, Phil. Yeah, thanks for having me, Monica. And and that's our interview with Phil. I can always count on finding something tasty to eat on his feed. And I do have a correction. Phil let me know after the interview that he was talking about that Asadero deal. And it was actually $40 instead of 20 So he didn't want to mislead you all. And it's still a great deal, but he wanted to be sure you had the right info. Monica, $30 is still a good deal at Asadero. Because mm-hmm. you know how good Asadero is. It's, oh, yeah. it's one of my favorite Mexican yeah. restaurants. Uh, especially the one in Kent. I usually like going to the one in Kent. Versus Ballard, because Ballard is a little bit too busy for me. Mm-hmm. But the one in Kent is just a little bit slower in terms of pace. But their tacos are really good. And hey, another big game show food. Maybe you can go out to Asadero and pick up some tacos. There you go. Sounds like a deal. Monica, good show. We got the big game coming up. Might have mm-hmm. to talk about when we record. But in addition to that, Chinese New Year is coming up too as well. Probably won't be in Chinatown to see the line dances, but maybe I'll be able to pick up some other food there. Where would you go if you for Chinese New Year to pick up food in restaurants in, at, at Chinatown? Well, I definitely want some Chinese food. So that'd be number one uh, of all the places to choose from. I'd want dessert and then I'd probably want some boba. So in terms of Chinese food, you know, I'm, I'm thinking it's been a while since I've been to 663 Bistro or Purple Dot. So maybe one of those. It kind of depends on what my tastes are feeling like. Dessert, who knows? You know, Susu's always there, but there are tons of great Chinese bakeries. Should probably be supporting them as well right now. And then Boba. That's also a tough choice. I might have to stop two places. I see you've been rotating around in Chinatown and also your Boba spots. So you bounce from place to place. I do bounce from place to place, but I think Young Tea is probably my favorite. Then Seattle Best Tea is yeah. uh, a close second. Those would probably be my two spots. I know there's another one that's there, but I just don't prefer that one, that mm-hmm. third one. Not a big fan. I know a lot of people like to line up for that one. I just yeah. don't understand it. It's a little bit overrated for me, but yeah. I'm just being honest with you because totally. Seattle Footy Podcast is an honest show and just, just, just not my thing place i really like i i do enjoy purple dot but i think ho ho seafood restaurant deserves mm. some love too yeah obviously because of the pandemic they had to pivot and they actually created an instagram page which mm-hmm. is great because another yeah. outreach for social media i mm-hmm. think it's good purple dot does that too as well again it's it's just really i think i, I i'm i think i might go and get food from there it's been years since i've gotten stuff from ho ho so i might yeah. do that for, it's been a while since i've been there too around. now that you mention it good idea I like Great. it. Great. All right, Monica. Well, I'm looking forward for Single Awareness Day and as well as Chinese New Year in February. So <laughs> in the meantime, I think we'll end it there. Have a wonderful week, everyone. Be safe out there. And of course, happy eating Seattle. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe for future episodes and leave us a five-star rating and review on whichever platform you're listening on. In the meantime, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Seattle Foodie Podcast and on Twitter at Seattle Food Pod. You can also email us at Seattle Foodie Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks again, and we hope you enjoy the Seattle Foodie Podcast.